This episode, the second of a two-parter of exclusive recipes from our new book, A La Mode. Today's recipe, browned butter, butter pecan ice cream. Yeah, baby. Welcome. I'm Bruce Weinstein. I'm the chef in Bruce and Mark. Hey there, and I'm Mark Scarborough. I'm the writer. I may be the chef, but today I'm getting out of the kitchen. Because I've got a secret. As a writer, I haven't cooked a thing in years. That's about to change. Mark's headed into the kitchen. Remember, he's a writer, and he gets easily distracted, usually by bourbon. Hey, watch it. I'm doing the cooking. And I'm going to help you out. And I'm going to guide him, and I'm going to give him tips, and I'm going to judge him. And so after 25 books, he can finally say, Hey, I f***ing made that. We are putting the butter back in butter pecan ice cream. Well, we're putting browned butter, to be exact. <laughs> That's right. We are. You know, there's a problem with butter pecan ice cream. I think it's like one of America's favorite flavors, right? It's always been like up in number one. Sometimes three. it goes down okay, to it's three. never number one. Number <laughs> one is vanilla. Oh, how but... boring. <laughs> but this is kind of like vanilla, except we add brown butter and nuts. Yeah. So it's better. But butter pecan ice cream has morphed over the years into uh, vanilla ice cream with Buttered toasted pecans. Yeah, no, what butter pecan ice cream needs to be is an ice cream butter, a butter flavored ice cream. Oh, there you go. The butter flavored ice cream with nuts. And we take it one step further (laughs) by browning the butter so you get a browned butter ice cream with pecans. It's crazy. You'll see. It it gives the ice cream this kind of nutty, sophisticated elegance. It's it's just spectacular. Can you tell Mark's excited? I've said it before and I'll say it again. Butter is a beverage. In fact, he's so excited he's already been cooking. Is melting butter cooking? Well, browning it certainly is. So this recipe for browned butter, butter pecan ice cream is from our new book, A La Mode, which goes on sale in early June. June 7th, to be exact. But you could pre-order the book today and you will get 59 more fabulous pairings. It's crazy. Uh, There's 60 pairings, as we said in the book, but this is one of them. This is the brown butter, buttered pecan ice cream. Which we did with the graham crackers, the brown butter graham crackers last week. That's right. And this recipe is on our website, isn't it? Yep. It lives there. And on our website, there's even a link to buy the book. And we're doing all this because it's a it's a preview of the book, a sneak peek to the book, but it's also a kind of Mother's Day thing, right? I mean, sure. graham crackers and moms. Okay, my mother loves ice cream more than anything, so <laughs> any day can be Mother's Day. And I don't know whose mother made them graham crackers. Not mine. Not mine, but somebody's did, <laughs> and it seems like something a mother should do, or maybe it seems like something you should do for your mom. It's, okay, certainly we'd have to say that graham crackers and ice cream are a childhood treat. Right. Well, they are, and you make a great ice cream sandwich out of it, but I can tell you my mother never made ice cream either. <laughs> well, mine did. Okay, we made ice cream. Well, weren't you fancy? We d- Well, fancy, right. We sat on the porch, the patio in Texas, and we cranked it by hand with rock salt, and yeah, fancy. We ate haagen well, well, fancy. <laughs> we were so fancy. Actually, we went to Carvel. And, or as my ex-sister really sold a Carvel. Oh, Carvel. I like Carvel. <laughs> we, we we didn't do anything like that. We made ice cream, but it was a churning process by cranking it. But anyway, there's a lot of other ice cream pairings in our Oh, they're book, great. Pick, yeah. Besides this one. We have a popcorn ice cream with a peanut brittle tart for a Cracker Jack fantasy. Yum. Or pairings like this with the brown buttered pecan ice cream and the brown butter graham crackers which have a common ingredient that tie them together so, okay say it with me browned butter butter pecan brown butter sally sells seashells by the seashore <laughs> big black bugs bled black blood yeah we did we paired everything up together mostly paired also go with bourbon but that's a whole other story <laughs> right now you we have to get back to cooking here Come well on. or or melting as okay. we're calling it well he did. mark melted 
two sticks of butter, which is 16 tablespoons of unsalted butter. Always use unsalted butter. We never use salted butter in this house for baking with. And he melted that in a large saucepan. And, and large is important, I should say, here. You have to use a large saucepan because we're going to actually make the ice cream base right in this very saucepan that had the melted butter. Yeah, but we're not going to do it yet because the butter was just melted and Mark had to take it further than melted. We're making browned butter butter pecan ice cream so the butter has to brown so what does it actually mean well it means he's going to superheat this melted butter and it's going to boil away all of the milk liquids it actually boils right i've seen yeah. some people who have never done this before may not know that the butter will actually kind of the excess water will boil out now a lot of people don't even know what you just said is true that butter contains water yep. it contains milk solids yep. and it contains fat yeah so, mom drank water before she nursed <laughs> so yep so you need to bring that to a high enough heat so that the liquid that's not fat boils away yeah at which point the milk solids that are in butter will start to heat up and brown and even burn just slightly bit a little bit to give it a fabulous taste and you, you should know when you're doing this for this recipe that there is a very fine line between browned and burned some <laughs> of them may get happens fast very dark brown but you, you really once you see browning stop happen yeah. stop take the yeah. pan off the heat right. and then you're gonna uh, do what i did which is pour off the clarified part when i explain how that happens because so it's kind of hard it's interesting because it looks like mark is making clarified butter here and he's going to pour off the nice clear liquid although that clear butter fat is tinged a little brown from burning the milk solids we're not using that part he's pouring that off so he'll leave all the burned on and brown milk solids in the pan Right and, and right and you get sometimes I didn't today but sometimes you get a few floaters in there yeah oh, you could floaters just, and sinkers oh nice you used to get a that's few, another episode <laughs> you get a few floaters in there and you can uh, lift those out with a little tablespoon right yeah. and then save them back because they want to go you want every bit of solid brown milk solids right right you that's what you're going to use right so when you pour off the clarified stuff the clear it looks like oil brown oil pour it off. Put it in a small little container. It's hot, so maybe a glass container. Got this browned ghee, which is not really ghee. It's not ghee, really ghee. And if anyone's but... <laughs> listening and doesn't know what ghee is, ghee is clarified butter used a lot in Indian cooking. Right. It's what they use for their main cooking fat. So what would I do with this browned ghee, Mr. Chef? Relive your childhood. <laughs> Scrambled eggs, fried eggs. <laughs> that If you didn't catch it, that was in the last episode I talked about how my mom once actually by mistake browned the butter for scrambled eggs and then I demanded it as like a six-year-old from ever on. Yeah, you demanded brown <laughs> butter and tongue sandwiches. <laughs> well, Lovely. that's a whole different story. <laughs> um, and you can fry eggs in it. And I could I could say that you can also make some outrageous curries with, with this browned butter, right? Because sure, it adds a depth of flavor that's just really wonderful. It's a nutty... Yeah slightly bitter uh... it's like adding another herb to your curry blend it's really quite nice yeah it is so now we're going to set aside those milk solids for 10 minutes to let them cool a little bit and then we're going to move on with making our ice cream I have been busy in the editing gap here. You're I... always busy in the editing gap here. <laughs> yeah, well, besides taking the dog out, I toasted three quarters of a cup of pecan pieces in a dry skillet over medium-low heat. I stirred them until they were aromatic and lightly brown. I poured them onto the cutting board. And how long did that take? Oh, three, four minutes, four, five minutes. Just I, so you I, can I smell really... them, right? Yeah, Just, I wasn't yeah. paying attention. Yeah, until it smells pecan-y. Okay. Around and I poured them onto a cutting board. I let them 
cool for a few minutes, and now I'm chopping them into fairly fine bits for yeah. the ice cream. And he's not chopping them too fine because when you eat this ice cream, you want a little bit of crunch. Right. So there, you want bits, but not too big of bits. And guess what? We are now ready to make the ice cream base. Now, notice what word Bruce didn't use. I didn't use the word custard. We're right. not making a frozen custard. Right. This particular ice cream has no eggs in it. Yep. There's a whole bunch of different frozen desserts out there. And they all have different ingredients and different terminologies. Yeah, basically, uh, there's, you know, like the, the it used to be the 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 quintessential, the high point on the pyramid was the gelato, right? Italian frozen ice cream, which, as it were, has no cream in it. Which has which has traditionally no cream. We have a whole problem in America with why we add cream to gelato, but let's skip that right yeah, now. Yeah, gelato <laughs> traditionally is made with milk, whole milk whole only. Milk. And in Italy, it's very rich whole milk, and ours isn't as rich, but yeah, that's yeah. another story. And, and then you add. Of egg yolks. Lots right? and lots of egg I mean, egg you could make a vanilla too. gelato that could have eight or nine egg yolks in it with a couple of cups of whole milk. And traditionally, American ice cream is made with a few eggs, yeah. usually whole eggs. Usually. And a mix of cream and milk. Yeah, a little richer than half and half, but not quite. It's not exactly right. half half cream, half milk. It's a little heavier on the cream side. But then these uh, frozen custard stands started popping up in the 80s, particularly in Wisconsin with Culver's and Michael's frozen custards, and they kind of flashed across the country. And frozen custard is a whole different thing. It is actually like a cross between gelato and ice cream in that it is heavy on the cream and heavy on the eggs. And mostly heavy, heavy. on the egg yolks, which makes it so eggy and yeah, custardy. exactly. So you know you're going to have tons of egg yolks plus cream, plus whole milk. It's it's now clearly the top dog on but the But you can get away from ice cream with eggs altogether, and then there's Philadelphia style, right. which is just a combination of cream and milk and sugar and flavoring. Which is actually, we're actually making this today, Philadelphia this style. This is a Philadelphia style because there are no eggs to thicken it. So right. here you go. You've got your pan that had those brown milk solids, yep. and Mark is pouring in two cups of whole milk and three quarters of a cup of heavy cream. And he's gonna to add to that half a cup of packed light brown sugar, a quarter cup light corn syrup, and one and a half tablespoons of cornstarch. It's that corn syrup, right, that's gonna give it the very velvety yeah. texture. Corn syrup makes it smooth. And you don't have to write any of that down. I know you're all rushing for pencils. This recipe will live on our website, right? How do you know? They're in their car or... Uh, well, I hope they're, they're not they're... rushing for anything then. <laughs> Uh, but they're, anyway, they're, you know, I, or some some people in Charleston are in bed asleep. So I've been told listening to this podcast. <laughs> well, they don't have to worry because they'll get this on our website. So now turn the heat on. Great. And Mark is going to start stirring and scraping up all those milk solids because that's the flavoring. Yes, yep. there's nuts. And yes, there's there's you know, brown sugar in this. But those burned up this milk is solids. Is the, yeah, those are hard. Those this are, is this is kind of fused to the pan a bit. I think that's what I wrote in my notes when I gave yeah. you this recipe. That Yeah, that, when that, you burn those, they really do fuse. So you'll be scraping and scraping. And as the milk heats, yeah. it'll loosen them up. Just like when you want to clean a pan, you put water in it and put it back on the stove. Right. Well, the same thing will happen here. As the milk heats, it'll loosen them up. So keep scraping because you've got to get all of those solids. And notice that there's no pecans in the shit. I toasted those pecans, but we've never mentioned them again. No, they they're going in. They're going in much later. This is a browned butter ice cream. Yeah. And we're going <laughs> to add the nuts later. So, okay. So Mark is going to continue to do this. And then he's going to keep going until 
Those milk solids are dissolved and this thing comes to a bubble and it thickens. It's gonna take about five minutes. He's not there yet. And you don't need to listen to him stirring this pan for five minutes. And when it's done, what are you gonna do with it? I'm gonna pour it into a large bowl and then sigh. I'm gonna to have to refrigerate this thing for at least four hours or overnight, which means there is no ice cream to be had right now. You know how that works. I don't care how it works. I want ice cream now. Now it's almost ice cream. Well, almost. The machine's going, <laughs> and it's certainly getting better. We should say while we're here a couple tips about making great ice cream. And one is that you actually want to churn less air into it, right, as it goes. So what do we do? Well, air in ice cream is called overrun. And that's what makes ice cream softer and airier and foamier versus denser and richer. So really good, high-quality, premium ice cream like Talenti or even Haagen-Dazs has a rich chewy feel because there's very little air, very little overrun. Lower overrun. And on the other side of that, cheap supermarket ice cream that comes in those big square rectangular things are full of air. So the way we get that less overrun is that we put the lid and the dasher to the machine in the freezer before we even start freezing the machine. And why are you doing that? Because we want to get everything as cold as possible so that it freezes more quickly and we get less air churned The faster into it freezes, it. the less chance there is for uh, air If you want to make a lot of ice cream this summer, which you should, and by the way, may we say that coming this summer on this podcast, we're dividing our time between between frozen cocktail Fridays and ice cream Fridays. And I can so. promise you some of those frozen cocktails will have ice cream in them. <laughs> so there's going to be a lot of talk about ice cream this summer on this podcast. And you want that if you so, have, so I should wait just let me say let me finish my sentence and say that you should keep that dasher and that lid always in the freezer. Yeah. And if you have the kind of ice cream machine where you store the canister in the freezer and then you get to use it once and have to refreeze it overnight. Keep it in the freezer all the time so that you're always ready and keep it on the floor of the freezer, which will be your coldest spot in the freezer. So how do I know if this is done? Well, the best way, of course, is to open the lid, stick a spoon in and taste it. But you can tell by texture. Is it thick? Is it holding its shape? Is it watery? Is the machine starting to drag a bit? Yeah, is the motor straining as it goes around? Is the ice cream mounding up on it? If you can do it and it holds a shape, it's probably close to being done. So I can mound this stuff on a spoon right now. Well, then it's time to add those toasted pecans and let the machine go a few times to churn them in. That's all you really need. And there you're just about done. Yay. So now it's time for my favorite part, tasting mm. and wait, mm. what are you um, doing? I'm in ice cream. What are you doing? Uh, well, I'm going in for my tasting and judgment part. That's great. You should do that crap. I'm eating ice cream. Uh, all right. I'll dig into... <laughs> Oh, oh my, my goodness. God. It's. Mm. Uh, oh. Okay. You know, there's a whole class of us out there called skimmers. And we're the people who bring the ice cream home from the store and open the carton. And once we get it home, particularly in the summer, we skim the rim because it's melty around the rim and put it back. You can always tell the skimmers because when you go and open the ice cream, the new ice cream in there, it looks, like a, ball, it looks like a mountain in the middle <laughs> and low on the sides. Well, when you make it yourself, oh. it comes out of the machine. Right. In the texture of the skimming part. Oh. It's like the best soft serve ever. And let me say that the browned butter to this, it does cause, there are a few uh, random brown and blackened flecks across the ice oh, cream. Oh, that's the flavoring. But, oh my gosh, this has this slightly bitter, nutty taste. I mean, I don't want to emphasize that because it's really mm. not there. Mm -hmm. It's just 
this slight sophistication in the ice cream that is somewhere beyond just butter pecan ice cream. Oh, what a Mother's Day treat this thing would make. It is mother. Wait, shoot. She'd be lucky to get a spoonful of this stuff. <laughs> and with those graham crackers from the other day, I mean, really, honestly, it's heaven. And you know what they say about mothers. That they should stay out of my ice cream. Among other things. This recipe for browned butter butter pecan ice cream is from our new book, A La Mode. You'll find the recipe in the book, of course, but you'll also find it on our website, gruesomeart.com, and you'll find a link right there to order the book. You can be ready this summer for all all the ice cream you could ever want. This is our second ice cream book. Our well, first was the ultimate ice cream book. It is still in print. It is still one of the best-selling ice cream books out there. It sold almost 300,000 copies, right? And Crazy. We are hoping this book does just as well because the recipes are even more fantastic. They are. And if you want to hear us cook through many more recipes and lots and lots of ice cream and frozen cocktails this summer, you want to catch this podcast, Cooking with Bruce and Mark, every Friday. And to hear us deep a culinary myth every week check out the short version of cooking with bruce and mark every tuesday so check it out browned butter butter pecan ice cream we made it for mother's day but step back mom just step back if you're in the bay area and want to come cook with us mark and i will be teaching a hands-on pressure cooker class at the san francisco cooking school on saturday may 14th at 10 a.m there are a few spots left and if you sign up we'll cook together and we'll have lunch together if you don't want to do the hands-on thing, then come watch us cook and taste what we're whipping up at Drager's in San Mateo on Friday evening, May 13th. Check out our website, bruceandmark.com, to get the details on these classes and get the links on how to sign up for Friday, May 13th and Saturday, May 14th in San Francisco.